talking, Brad. I'm gonna go Let's be it. honest. We're all just bullshitting our way through the show. Wild anyway. animal. This is Pop Culture Yearbook. (laughs) On this show, we pick pieces of pop culture from a given year that were important to us. We then discuss memories and dig into those movies, albums, shows, and more. I'm Brad. I'm Pete. And I'm Giff. Hey, Brad, I think you actually changed up your intro a little bit. Well, I was going to say, I I just realized as I started, I don't have my short little script in front of me this time, and I almost panicked. But how'd I do? You did great. And Brad, you, your, you did great. Script, if I didn't say anything, they'll, they'll, they'll never notice. Yeah. Your script isn't short. It's probably average, just like everybody else's. It's fine. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm like, oh, my God, can I do this from memory? Which should not be a problem because it's two sentences and it has been said about 100 times. But Yes. <sighs> so we did it. Well, hey, uh, what are we going to start off with? What are we going to start doing right off the bat here as we start a new month? I think that's a question oh. for Pete. Are we going to open the yearbook? Yeah. We are going to open the yearbook. What page are we opening the yearbook to this month, Pete? I think that we're opening it to page 2005. It's a big yearbook. That's a huge yearbook. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And tonight, uh, when we talk about 2005, this first episode is going to be kind of an overview, as we are sometimes wont to do. Um, But we do not have any guests tonight. We've had a lot of guests lately. Last month was a ton of fun. Hopefully, you listened to yeah. our fun games we all made up and played along. I'm but uh, if you do want to be a guest, in my victory. Yeah, some of us won, some of us didn't. You know, yeah, it was a good yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of us tried our best and did a good job at all. <laughs> Everybody anyway, gets a trophy. If right. you do want to be a guest on our show or want to support us in any way. You can do that easily on the uh, buy me a beer, buy us a coffee, whatever you want. You can call it either one. Yep. If you're not into buying beer, you can buy coffee. If you're underage, Pete will you know. drink it. Yep. I will drink either. I'll drink either. Do you do you and, drink coffee, Gifford? No, 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 no. Never I, been a coffee. I know drink. Brad doesn't. I, no, I know I do Brad not. is like coffee's dumb. Well, there's a lot of coffee in this house, though. I'm uh, wife I, and I, son I, drink every day. Yeah. Every morning for me too. Gotta have it. Um, But anyway, please support us if you're interested. It's a new month. It's a good time to throw that out there and think about uh, think about how much this podcast has enriched your life. Um, And if it has, you know, go for it. (laughs) I do. Before we get into this, if it hasn't, you can still support. I have a correction to make uh, as I hearken back to a previous episode and I uh, got talked to by my wife. If you recall back to the episode where we were discussing the state fair, I concluded the Brad Paisley concert by saying, man, I don't have any stories to share about it. What I do, what uh, she reminded me of, uh, and this has nothing to do with this episode, by the way, but I have to go back to it, is she reminded me was that that was the night that we got our car stolen. So, oh. uh, so yeah, we came back from the state. Oh, fair, I remember so. that happening. Yep, yep. So we had uh, we had a Honda Civic, and we had parked at the Brookdale Shopping Center in uh, Brooklyn Park, oh. Minnesota, and they There's have your the, first uh, mistake. I know that's right, oh. and and they have the buses right to take you to the state fair, yep. which is great. Uh, we love doing mm-hmm. it. It's only like five dollars a person which yep. is, uh, you know, for the convenience and everything. It's, it's great. Uh, and Jenny is eight months pregnant at the time. 
That this was so I can go back. This was Who's about the father? 14. This was 14. Uh, still has not been determined. <laughs> Have not had a paternity <laughs> test yet. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, we come back and it was her friend named Jess that was with us. We came back and the parking lot was totally empty. There were no cars whatsoever. And still, we, we could obviously see just a wide open parking lot. We're still clicking, you know, with the little key fob. <laughs> see if we You're waiting in to come out of the, uh, the garage from underneath the parking lot. Well, there has uh, to be an explanation. Yeah. So where but, is it? Yeah. Yep. Trying well, to get that cheese. So what do we what do we do? Of course, we have our cell phones. We call the police and we say, hey, our car has been stolen. And what was funny was they already knew. They're like, oh, yeah, it took down our name and everything. Oh, yeah, we know. We were at your house by uh, like an hour ago or what? whatever. It's like, what? How do you really? know? They had they had recovered the car already before we even knew that it was gone. And because they found it in a ditch somewhere. And what the crooks had done was that they had taken the car, basically took it to a, a, chop, a chop shop, stripped it all out of the good parts, left it so that it was just barely running, put all spare tires on it, and then they ditched it, like literally. <laughs> this seems and like so a remarkably fast turnaround yeah. for it, all of we this We thought to so, too. We thought so, too, but that's what these guys do. They're pros, right? Well, that, um, but not also, only that, but the cops already finding it, caring enough to do anything about it right away, coming to your, it's, it's insane. That's yeah, remarkable police work. And so they've been, they had been trying to get a hold of us and um, they talked to our, they had talked to our neighbor. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that was, that was pretty crazy. The car was totaled and that's when, uh, that's when we got our Honda CRV right after that. So. Um, never did find out who did it or anything like that, but I had to share that story because I neglected to share it in the episode where we discussed the state fair. Well, that, that is, a is a pretty yeah, good a story. That I've is, never had a car stolen go. before. Well, no. Well, people know not to mess with Mr. Sorensen. I mean, you know. That's right. He's he's pretty tough. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back anyway. to 2005. Yes. Where were we? 2005. Relevant memories. Yes. <laughs> okay. So 2005. Uh, you know. You know what, guys? That's 17 years ago already. Uh, oh, I'm very goodness. aware because I, I have a 17-year-old. Like just yesterday. 2005 does not seem that long ago. Mm, yes. Yes. So, what do you remember? Yeah. Well, well um, I, oh. I'll, I'll just jump in. Go ahead first. So I don't have a lot in this year. Um, to begin the year, uh, Martin Luther King weekend, uh, some college buddies. We would go to Mille Lacs to go ice fishing for the weekend. That was always a fun time. Um, uh, this was the year I was working. Well, more than one year, but I was working uh, with a company called image floors out of uh, lakeville or was it burnsville at the time um my boss rob and i we would uh, do flooring installations and i had an uncle and aunt who moved down to ballotin who were they were building a house and asked me to come down to do all the flooring for them um and so it, i went down by myself it was the first time i did a job of that magnitude by myself uh walk in shower tubs around multiple bathroom floors all the hardwood throughout the entire level main level i mean it was 
quite a project. And that was in April. Um, and in May, mid-May, my first son was born. And that, of course, was the big thing that happened for that well, year. Who was the father? <laughs> exactly. We still haven't figured it out. You know, it doesn't look exactly like me or anything like that. Um, so mid-May, uh, we celebrated our fourth wedding anniversary on May 12th. And my wife's a bit of a planner, and she didn't want to have kids until we had been married for four years. So our son's due date was the day after our fourth anniversary. Well done. Um, and he came a few days late, and he came on the 16th. And you think you're prepared to have a child. And, you know, you you, you uh, get the crib, and you paint the nursery and you go to the classes and you figure out how to put a car seat in your car and you know you think you know what you're doing and then that kid shows up and you realize you know you're nowhere you have no idea it was uh exciting and scary and for that reason I really don't have many memories of the rest of the year from 2005 it's all just a blur it is um, crazy it they just, honestly I still have no idea what I'm doing they just let you <laughs> They just let you take that kid home from the hospital like the next day. It's like, are you? Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely nuts. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was this is yours that now. was pretty nuts. Take it. Yeah, uh, we <laughs> nurses do not come home with you. By the way, uh, they're not going to be there to take care of it in the middle of the night anymore. Um, but we had uh, my mother in law came down and stayed with us for for a little bit to help out. And um, but yeah, it was it was just a a very. Uh, quick learning situation and God love him. Uh, he's 17 going into his senior year, uh, coming up this fall and he was not a sleeper. I do remember that. That was very, very difficult. Um, but yeah, we, uh, the rest of the year was kind of a blur after that. So I will let Pete, uh, take over from here. Well, I know that Brad's going to bring this up. The biggest memory that I have of that year was the Black Hills trip that we all went on in, what, August? Uh, I believe it was in July. Uh, it was in July. I'm not, it was fine. I'm not sure. It was I, I could have swore it was August. but Maybe it was uh, August. In any event, it was July or August, so mid to late summer. Um, it was hot for a lot of the trip. I know that. Um, I, I remember, basically, we went as a group of how many people? Well, uh, total, there were 10. about 12 because 12, you and Jenny and then me and Kim, Chris and Erica, Larry, Larry and Melissa, Melissa, and then Hummel, Dave, Dave, Dave and, and then Mark and Dave and Sonia and Dave and Sonia and Mark weren't there for the entire time. But so what was that? 12? That was 12. Sure. There you go. Sure. So we'll go with 12. But uh, but what a fun trip that was. I remember one of my biggest memories of that was on the on the way out there. By the way, for the listeners that are not from Minnesota and South Dakota, the trip to the Black Hills is one of the most popular tourist des destinations for Minnesotans because it's like well, a perfect driving distance. It's pretty it's, big it's, for, uh, for lots of people. people. <laughs> I know, but especially from Minnesota, just because it's... Uh, it's like that perfect driving distance where if you don't yeah. want to drive all the way across the country, it's about a day drive. Um, yep. And so you can go out there. There's lots of stuff to see and do out there. Uh, one of the big things is called the Badlands um, that you hit when you're on your way out to the Black Hills. It's uh, maybe an hour and a half on this side of Mount Rushmore. 
Um, but anyway, as we're doing the Badlands, I remember Erica specifically, who was a friend of ours, how she was just walking around those mountains like she was a mountain goat, right? And like jumping over, like where it's like one beam of rock, like over a, a, a cliff that was like a thousand foot drop. It may as well have been not maybe not a thousand feet, but um, a but thousand I didn't feet if it was an near. inch. <laughs> exactly. Either way, the result would be the same if you slipped. Right. And I just remember I wanted no part of getting anywhere near that and the sandals that I was wearing and how clumsy I am and all of that kind of stuff. It, not, it would not have gone well. But she was just like jumping rock to rock as if she's Super Mario. Um, and uh, it was just I was just terrified for her. But she just did it like it was no problem. It was amazing. Um, and and we went to Wall Drug, which is this oh. um, this little historical town i don't even know how it even how it even got its start but it's so um it promoted itself it was this old mm -hmm. drugstore in the town of wall wall south dakota promotes itself all over the world which is probably one of the greatest marketing gimmicks of all time right. um but just to come to this one little spot and there wasn't much there back in the day i'm sure but it just generated so much tourism and and now it's a cool little spot to stop on the way out there because it's got all these little shops it's got like i don't know dinosaurs that you can sit on and um uh covered wagons that kind of thing and they they always advertise the free ice water yes. uh and it's like you come to this one little fountain the water's not even cold but <laughs> it's like you can just um you know you can drink your water and that was how i guess that's how it got famous and so um so we stopped out there. We saw this big dinosaur watching and laughing at these kids that were terrified by this dinosaur that they had. Like it was, you push this button. I don't know if you had to put money in it or what, but it was like this. No, it's a T-Rex that just roared every once in a while. It was on a yeah. loop. Okay, that's what it was, on a loop. And uh, then we got out there. We did all of the stuff. Uh, we camped. I think some of the rest, most of the rest of the people actually stayed in cabins at a KOA. We no, had only me, Kim and I, and Larry Melissa had a cabin. Everybody else was in tents. Oh, we were in tents. Yeah. We were in a tent. <laughs> um, but anyway, it was just a great time. One of those things, just great memories of, of all of us as friends. <laughs> Um, before we all had kids, and it was just one one little uh, getaway. Brad, I'm going to let you take it away. I know that you've got more to add to that trip. That's your whole memories of the year then? Yeah, I don't have a lot of other right, memories of checking. that year. It's just sort of a nondescript year otherwise, I think. All right, well, I don't know that I have a whole lot to add to the Black Hills trip other than it was an awesome, because we, we went in like three cars, and we tailgated all the way out there, which was awesome. Um, and, and how many times have we done a trip like that with friends? Yeah. That was like one of the best ones. And I, the only reason Gifford must not have been there is because you had a baby, I'm guessing. Yes, he would can't imagine why you wouldn't have been there. Two months old, right. Otherwise. Oh, really? I thought it was because we didn't like him and didn't invite him. <laughs> um, but I do remember... Um, that was a time where I had a small video camera and I videotaped stuff throughout that entire trip. And at the end, I made a really nice DVD for everybody that I don't know if anybody actually paid attention to or watched, but um, it was really cool. I would cool. love to see that. I would love to see that. And one of the little scenes in there, it was just not important to the rest. Like it wasn't at Crazy Horse or Mount Rushmore or anything. But there was a, at the KOA, there was a um, mini golf course there that you could go play. 
And we went over there like every day, a bunch of times and played. And, and it was, became a joke that, you know, Hummel just, I don't know, he could not make a putt or he wasn't very good or something, or he was always telling you what was happening. Like he was a broadcaster, but he finally, <laughs> he finally got a birdie on a hole and I got that on camera and uh, he jumped and it was funny and it was probably my favorite part of the video. So that's oh, a pretty nice. nondescript memory that I have of that trip. We also got up every day and went and ate pancakes and we went to the uh, chuck wagon with reptile gardens. Oh, we the did, chuck wagon. Yes. Did all the stuff. It was great. That was the trip too. at that time. Pete, you introduced us all to Budweiser Select, and we drank a really large amount of those at that chuck wagon, oh, and then yes. started drinking it when we got home too. I don't know for like a year or something. I remember so. at the chuck wagon, and this probably wasn't very honest of me, but they, uh, I, I paid, uh, I bought some Budweiser Select, and I paid, uh, I don't know what the exact amount was, but the guy should have given me like a five dollar bill he gave me back a twenty dollar bill and i didn't realize it until i got back to the table or whatever but um i remember making a big deal out of that like hey i got a free fifteen dollars or something like that more but what i gave it back i get yeah that's exactly what what i I gave it back to them uh in exchange for more bud so (laughs) all right so my other my other memories um so gifford you had a new baby Yes. Uh, during this trip and during most of this year, my wife was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And so she was pregnant. Did they determine the father? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. There we go. Now all three of us. We got all three of us on that joke. <laughs> so that's part of the video. She's laying in a bed in the cabin. She's pregnant. She's starting already at that point, starting to get bigger, even though uh, he wasn't born until January. Um but a lot of that year was we were in our new house for the first full year that we had bought. Um, oh, we were God. getting ready for a baby. We were painting, setting up the whole nursery, doing all the registering for stuff and picking out the sheets and all that stuff. So there was a lot of baby stuff going on to yep. get ready. Um, my work was quite busy that year because this was the one of the best years because my dream schedule at my job for that time was I it was a middle it was a junior high and I'd been teaching eighth grade since I got hired and I wanted to switch to ninth grade and then also I was going to teach the eighth grade honors class and that was the best schedule I ever had and I had it for like 10 years Um, and then we switched to a middle school about six years ago and nothing's been the same ever since but I had the best schedule. I had the best kids. It was awesome. And then I was also coaching. That year I was coaching basketball and golf. Um, and that was just a lot of fun. It was girls and they were fun. And it was you made a lot of great connections that way that you wouldn't otherwise. Mm-hmm. Didn't we come? Uh, we came to one of your games at one Yeah, time everybody came girls. to at least one was game. It? Some came to more than one. I think Gifford, you and I were at were at a game together at one of Brad's I thought games. So. Maybe yep. Dave too was there. Yeah, I think so. Uh, in the summer amazing. of that year, I did have an interesting job. For about a month, I was a paper delivery person for the Star Tribune because I was just looking for a way to make some extra money. And so I would get up at 3 a.m. and Ooh. I would go pack them all up in the car and I would have to deliver them no matter the weather. And it was not very fun. It was not quite as easy as I expected. And then for half of that time, I also then, I would come home, I'd get home about six, 
I would lay in bed, take a quick nap till about seven. And then I got up and went to school and taught summer school for the whole morning after that. So oh, God, compared to my summers now, which uh, basically consist of golf anytime I want, that was a much different time in my yeah. life. <clears throat> and then uh, one other memory I have is this is we've talked about the Foo Fighters on this show many times. One of my favorite concerts ever was this year. It was the first time I saw them at the XL Energy Center, which is like the best big uh, venue in the city here. And it was not just the Foo Fighters, but they played with Weezer and a band I'm going to talk about in a minute, the Kaiser Chiefs, um, who I was in love with at that time. And it was three great bands in a row. And we had great seats. We were sitting in the club level, which I hadn't been in before. Um, That was an awesome concert that I will never forget. So that's it. I did look up a couple of like what ha- what happened in 2005. Did either of you do that? No, I'm lazy. No, Just two events. events. Uh, this is the year of Hurricane Katrina, which I do remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yep, I remember, but yeah. My other one I, mean, I found I kind of just doesn't seem right. This is the year YouTube was founded. And it wow. just feels like that okay. would have been around for so long. But when you really think about it. That makes sense. And so YouTube's only been around know, since 2005, according to what I found. Seems okay. about right to me. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> huh. All right. Well, those are excellent memories, fellas. Those Ready are good on? memories. Yeah. Yeah, let's yeah I on. think so. So in this episode tonight, we are just going to overview the year by giving our top fives, plus a little probably honorable mentions for music, movies, and TV. Mm-hmm. And we'll just stop and talk about a few things as we go. So we're going to start with music. So how about Pete? What do you got for the year? What'd you find in 2005? Yeah, so I just basically did songs that uh, that stood out. Um, so I'm going to start with, I, I did my top five that I had. Um, so this is the year, um, my number five, this is the year that um, Hollaback Girl came out uh gwen stefani that that was my five i i did have a couple of green day what's that <laughs> nothing good okay i had a couple of green day ones on my list um number four was wake me up when september ends um then which uh my next one is coming up a little later um but but the next one is beverly hills by weezer um i love the killers mr brightside um, that whole album, oh, yeah. I, I had it. I loved it. I listened to it over and over again. I should actually get back into that one because um, uh, I, I really enjoyed that album. Uh, and then also my number one song of the year was Boulevard of Broken Dreams, uh, which which actually I think was this the year that the American Idol uh, whole CD came out? No, I didn't even... if it was, oh, we was not. Uh, American Idiot is from 2004. And whenever we do that Idiot, year, yeah. that spoiler alert that will be my choice when we get to that year but those songs were still big obviously in this in this year too yes yes so um that's uh that's pretty much my list excellent well i will uh i'll go next uh my number five is the same as pete's i got holla back girl from gwen's maybe we'll have a bingo i do not have that so (laughs) you don't okay well all right. No so don't don't holla don't holla at Brad. Uh, got to Is there a is there a term if two people are the same thing? If not all three, but two. Well, Brad uh, would argue it's called. It's a crossover. Taste. It's a crossover. It's a crossover. We've got a crossover. Okay. Uh, I got number four is uh, Beverly Hills by Weezer. 
Man. Uh, I took Holiday from Green Day for my number three. Uh, okay. Best of You from Foo Fighters. There you go. For my number two. And my number one with a bullet. And I am not a fan of this particular artist, but Gold Digger by Kanye. Oh. Was that from is, this year? Oh. Is just, and now I have to be, be, uh, clear here the non-explicit version for this white midwestern boy of course you know i uh jamie fox in that in that song is just awesome the lyrics are hilarious i I love that choice i cannot stand kanye west in any way shape or form i never have but i have always loved that song so much and it is so great and that's the only one yeah that's the only one for me too i just can't stand (laughs) anything else but that song just i love it I love it. We should have him on next week's episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we should. All right, Brad, that's my, that's my top five for all five. Well, I have a bunch of songs listed and you probably won't have heard of most of these. So we'll see here. Um, But when I was putting this together, what I realized, and this kind of fits into the Black Hills memory, this was at a time where I think we got our first iPod later that year. So like okay. in, maybe in 2005, but not until like the fall sometime when I was trying to connect all this, because I was making some mixed CDs still at this point, And I had a mixed CD with all these songs on it. And, and I know we listened to a lot of these CDs in my car on the way to the Black Hills. And I looked for those the other day. I wanted to listen to it so bad. And I don't have it anymore. I threw it away when we moved. I'm, I still have some some CDs, but I mean, I have all my regular CDs, but I threw away all those because I'm like, well, I'm never going to listen to these again. So I went on my music service and I made a playlist of all the songs I had and I listened to that a whole bunch of times. So here are some of those songs that were on that list. Uh, One that you should remember probably is the All-American Rejects Dirty Little Secret. Mm -hmm. That is such a fantastic power pop song. That is just, God, that's a good song. Uh, Next one is the Fountains of Wayne had not a new album that year, but they put out some B-sides and with a single called Maureen. Uh, The White Stripes had I Love the Song My Doorbell, which came out that year. I also had Weezer because I had like three songs, Uh, Perfect Situation and um, My Best Friend. Is that the name of it? Those are also fantastic songs. Mm -hmm. All of them were. Uh, Mike Doty, who was the lead singer of Soul Coughing, had a solo album that year, which had a couple of songs I really loved, like Busting Up a Starbucks. Uh, Garbage, you know Garbage. Oh, yeah. Probably don't know. They had an album that year, which had uh, at least three songs that I loved off of that. Same with Beck. Beck had an an album called Guero, which had Epro and Girl and Que On De Guero on it. And that was awesome. The one of the big songs of that year was Aqualung Brighter Than Sunshine. Remember that one? That seems like and if you heard it, you'd know. It. That's like one of those songs that everybody knows. And I, I I've never heard Aqualung referred to as a one hit wonder, but I couldn't tell you anything else. But I remember this guy being on SNL and this song is like really well known. It's in tons of movies. You know that one. Uh, two more songs. Stereophonics. Uh, Dakota and then this song I don't know I liked it at the time but it, it's one of those that kind of turned people kind of turned on it but the plain white tees hey there Delilah oh, part yeah. of the reason why I still like that is because there was this 
it wasn't a kid's bop, but it was like this free CD my kids got like two years later that had songs taken and sung. Um, mm-hmm. And that was on there. And my son listened to this a whole bunch of times. And I thought that was really cute. So I, I good- once was within 10 feet from the plain white tees. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, as I've probably said before, my previous job, uh, I had uh, I worked on a floor where there's a lot of musicians that came on because they were like making deals and everything with a major corporation. And uh, um, one day the plain white tees walked right by my cube. And I thought that was pretty cool. I pretty cool. I mentioned it. Wow. Yep. So all those songs were on a mix CD and including a couple more here in my top five. But I just I love going back and listening to those again. I've got a 2005 playlist now on my phone and I'm going to keep that around. Uh, number five, I have the band OK Go. And they do you remember the video here? It goes again. We're on the treadmills. Yeah. Yeah. That was like the, one of the first big viral. That's like a YouTube viral video. I watched it tonight. It's so good. And it's a great song. And they had many other good songs in that album. Um, and many, many you, if you want to just have some fun, type in OK Go into YouTube and just watch their videos because they do amazing things. I like, like fun. Like literally amazing videos. They aren't just Not like, me, I hate it. They're crazy. Uh, number four, I mentioned in my concert, the Kaiser Chiefs, who you guys probably wouldn't remember, but they no. had just awesome songs out that year with a cd called employment number three foo fighters you mentioned them gif mm-hmm. this is not my favorite foo fighters album but it did have a bunch of great songs on it and it was one of my favorite concerts number two um uh, some people like them and some don't i am a big fan of coldplay and their album x and y came out that year with fix you and speed of sound and a couple of great songs and then the album that I remember listening to probably the most from that year was Jack Johnson, In Between Dreams, that had Banana Pancakes and uh, I can't remember the name of the other, the first one, but Jack Johnson, one of, it was his third album and it was fantastic. So that's my music. I like well it. Well done. Nice work. It was fun to go back and re- remember all that stuff. Yeah. Well, and listen to a lot of the stuff when you're making your list. It's just. Yeah, because I had a lot of those songs. I hadn't listened to in so long. And when they first came on, I'm like, oh, my God, I this is great. And I listened to it like four times in a row. Mm-hmm. So. All right. All right. We're jumping into uh, TV next or movies? Television. Right. Television. Yes. Which will be the subject of our next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, which and so I'll, here I'll go first for this one. Excellent. So I chose for next week, looking ahead, the show How I Met Your Mother, which we will talk much more in detail then, but I it's one of my all-time favorite shows. And mm-hmm. I rewatched it last year, and I actually like it more than I thought I did. It's amazing. So I do have a couple of honorable mentions. Uh, this is the year, one of the years Joey was on. Was it really? Bless my heart. I watched, I watched Joey I, every week. I probably watched watch Joey every episode. I think I did. Yeah. I watched like two episodes and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I just not the same. Yep. Um, and then two shows that I, I don't know when I started watching them, but I watched these all through Netflix discs because they're on HBO, but Curb Your Enthusiasm and Entourage were big at this time. Mm-hmm. And then Arrested Development, um, which I, I didn't watch every week, but eventually I did watch, I think all of them. But so that was my other one. And then, so my top five. 
I had I kind of made a tie for five here. The show that I liked the most is Lost, but I don't remember when we started watching it because I do remember distinctly we didn't watch the first season. And then my wife got a DVD that somebody had made of all the episodes, not like not like to buy, like they actually recorded them all and, and yep. gave it to us. And after the first episode, we were like, we watched them all in like two weeks. I don't know. And at some point in season two, we were back, we were caught up. And so that would have been late 2005, probably, or whenever. Yep. But the show I do know I watched that year was My Name is Earl with uh, Jason Lee. Oh, yeah. Show. Yep. Uh, number four, I have Nip Tuck, which yep. we watched a lot. This is probably around the time when we stopped watching it, but I think this was season three, and I'm pretty sure we were still into it at this point. Number okay. three, Gifford, I have Scrubs. Awesome number show. I have How I Met Your Mother at number two, actually, because I was ranking these based on how I remember watching them in 2005. And the show that at this point was in its second year and then the third year that took everybody by storm that everybody was talking about every week was The Office. Yep. So at this time, yes. The Office was my favorite, but How I Met Your Mother is my favorite overall. I see that. So Well done. There we go. GIF. Well, um, I've got one honorable mention, and I, <clears throat> I think I was watching it in this year. This was the year that it premiered. Uh, but the Colbert Report started in 05. Oh, yes. And the reason I believe I was watching it um, was because I watched The Daily Show and it came on right after it. So uh, my number five, I have The Office in there. And the reason I have it down at five is because The Office always made me so uncomfortable. I would have to watch it through like true. open fingers and I would laugh but I was always so uncomfortable watching that show. Um, but I was watching The Office, and that premiered that year as well. Um, <clears throat> How I Met Your Mother premiered that year, and I was watching that. I have that at my number four. Uh, my number three is The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Um, number two, uh, I, I rag on this show because I stopped watching it because I thought it got so stupid. But Lost, I was so deep. <laughs> oh, yeah, you would be. I mean, that, because this started, in, Lost started in 04, so 05 would have been the end of one, beginning of two. Yeah. And, oh, man, was I, I mean, I was so into that show. I I recorded it every week, and on on uh, VCR, I think. I don't think we had a the v, On the old VCR tape? Yep. I, I guess, if you're recording it. Yeah. Um, and I, I would, I would sit upstairs and watch it and I would come down and tell my wife about it. I'm like, this show is just crazy. And she finally got into it. And I think she carried on. So did after I, I quit. You did. not Yeah. But I got her into that. I just, I thought it was awesome. So that was my number two. And my number one, uh, is scrubs. I love scrubs. I love JD and Turk and their, their love affair with each other is just one of the best uh, friendships ever on television. What was your number three? Uh, Daily Show. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. So that is, uh, that's my top TV of 05. Yes, we were watching a lot of the same stuff. Yes, we certainly were. (laughs) Pete? Yeah, this was a year that this was kind of a transitional year where we kind of moved. Um, this was when a lot of reality TVs kind of started to take hold. And mm-hmm. there were some shows that we started to get into a bit more than others. Um, 
I actually only had four on my list because as I was going back through, there wasn't a ton. I don't know if I was watching a lot of TV at that time, but uh, but one thing that we did use to watch early on, we did enjoy watching American Idol. And then and then it just got kind of old and stupid after a few years. But this was when it was still good. This was actually season four, probably the most important season of American Idol, because anybody know who won? on American Idol in season four. Uh, Carrie Underwood is my guess. Carrie Underwood is correct. Wow. Yes. And I remember I that, that game being, because everybody knew that she was going to win. <laughs> everybody knew that she was going to win because she had that stage presence. She was really hot. Um, and she could sing. <laughs> uh, that is not but a past tense situation, I, Pete. That is still currently That's correct. Yeah. Um, but... I remember I was actually cheering for the guy that she went up against, whose name was Bo Bice. And the reason I liked him is because he was more of a more of a rock and roll kind of guy. Um, I think he did some Pearl Jam songs that um, um, were were really good. And I thought he nailed everything that he uh, uh, that he set out to do. And so just the general kind of music genre that he was more into. I enjoyed what he did. Mm -hmm. So I was pulling for him, but of course Carrie Underwood beat him. And uh, well, then for, clearly yeah, he got so. the last laugh because he's the bigger star now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, she couldn't give him this one thing because obviously it was going to be huge. She couldn't even let him have that one thing. <laughs> um, the next one I had, I remember watching it a lot back in the day, in around this time frame, um, and it came across as I was looking at it, uh, Reno nine one one. Gifford, oh, I'm yeah. sure that that was a show that you probably would watch. I more. never got into. I, I can't Rio picture Brad watching it, but it, it, that show is just like freaking hilarious. I went and back was, maybe a couple months ago, and um, I don't remember what service it's on, but I started just watching it. Um, and I mean, it's funny. Yeah, it's very funny. I just couldn't. I just couldn't get into it. It was uh, one of the early, and this was right around the same time as The Office was on, as you already mentioned. Uh, but this was sort of one of the original mockumentary style comedies. Mm -hmm. And so that, that was the way it was done. And back then it was fresh and new and uh, and it was just hilarious. Uh, number two on my list, Gifford, I'm guessing you watched this one, uh, 24. Um, that was big. Into, really? You did? never got into 24. No. Oh, wow. I was thinking yeah, he okay. did, but I think I'm thinking of you, Pete. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well I, Dave was a big 24 kind of guy, yeah. right? I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but but obviously it was just a great concept how mm -hmm. it it went every season was a 24 hour period of time, uh, which was kind of crazy when you think about it, like all the, yep. you know, it's obviously very stretched on um what could actually be accomplished <laughs> in 24 hours, <laughs> but um but well, it was just your a, your a little really car well story seems like it would fit right in there that was like that three hours <laughs> they should yeah stolen should. stripped found brought back contacted hour passes you finally get home yep. i don't buy yeah. it that's made up <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was the police that were involved in it and uh, i don't know um yeah. and then my number one you've already talked about it ad nauseum uh the office so i had um uh, I had that one again, just like I had already mentioned, kind of that original mockumentary style comedy. Mm -hmm. um, I just find hilarious. So that is my list. All right. Why don't you kick off movies, Pete? I will kick off movies. I have seven movies, so I guess I can call that 
two honorable mentions and then uh, and then a top five uh honorable mentions um i had sahara on my list i remember oh, yeah. watching that in a good movie i love my uh matthew mcconaughey i do even more now after the great speech that he gave after the udalvi uh, uh shootings and um um you know that was the movie topic I, there but i went to see that movie in the theater i remember i went like one afternoon uh, by yeah. myself and that was the movie i think where i realized he can carry a movie by himself i mean yes, it was, you that, know, was, there was, that was, was kind of his song. big breakout yeah well maybe not yeah, his breakout. Well, the, the breakout was um oh well, a time, time to kill. kill a time yeah. to kill yes which but, is like but 10 that years was samuel L. jackson yeah it was no, samuel but L. he wasn't was carrying. carrying it too and right. sandra bullock yeah. was in it too Exactly. But um, he carried he carried that movie and I walked out going, he's a leading man in a action movie. Like he he can correct. do that. Yeah. Yes, yes. Speaking of action movies, Gifford, I know this is on your list. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I had on my honorable mention. Um, it was one that I think that we may do in an upcoming episode, still to be decided. So I won't give too much away there. Mm-hmm. Um then we get into my top five. Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire is my favorite of all of the Harry Potter movies. Um, not sure what I like about it. I just think that it's it's well done and the storyline is um, is pretty cool. Um, just I think I thought it was the most fun of the movies. Number four, I'm guessing um, Brad has this one on his list: the movie Crash with uh, Matt Dillon. That's nowhere um, on my list. Oh, it's okay. a very good movie. I, well, I it won the Oscar, but everybody thought, says yeah, it's I the thought. worst Oscar-winning movie of all time. I don't remember it at all. I really? watched it once, well, I, and I know I liked I it when I watched that it. That would be then. one of the movies I thought. That'd be the type of movie that Brad would say. It's yes, supposed to be problematic. Awesome. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I saw it a couple of times back in the day. Maybe if I rewatched it, I would think it sucks. Um, but uh, now the next one, number three, um, I did not like... Um, the remakes and everything of the Star Wars movies and some of the newer ones that they made. However, I thought Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith was awesome. That was the it was mm-hmm. the best of all of the newer Star Wars movies that they've made. Um, yep. Just, I mean, obviously everybody remembers the lava scene at the end. It had it had the great action scene. It had how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. Um, yep. Great movie. Um, now, number two. On my list was Batman Begins. We talked about the Michael Keaton Batman. This was, I, I think, now looking back, they've redone, they've done and redone the Batman movies so many times, it, like it's boring. Um, but when this one came out, I thought it was really cool um, how they did it. It was fresh and new at the time, um, so mm-hmm. I had that on my list. Uh, my number one is one that we are going to be talking about. Uh, during this month, um, Walk the Line, the Johnny Cash movie with uh, Joaquin yep. Phoenix. Um, it was, as Brand I recall favorite. it, it was one of, I, I think it was actually the last movie that I had actually gone to see with my family, meaning my brother, um, my mom, and my dad, um, like all together. And and Jenny was there too. Um, and I think my brother's, uh, at the time, probably new wife or fiance at the time um but we all went to go see it i think it was like an eden prairie my parents were in town my dad is a huge shiny cash guy uh so it was like let's go see this as a family so 
that's what we did and absolutely love the movie i could watch it and rewatch it many times so there you go so that's my list all right um i have a few that you didn't say these are my honorable mentions that you didn't or that did or didn't say so red eye with um rachel mcadams on a plane and the guy what's his name he was the scarecrow in batman begins yep uh that's a really cool movie King Kong came out that year, and I didn't love that movie, but we saw that, and Kim was like nine months and pregnant. I mean, she I think it was like two days before she went into labor. So we always remember that. I mean, it was this long movie. We sat through it in the theater. We were looking for something to do to pass the time, mm-hmm. um, and it was a big movie. But so it's always associated, though, with the birth of our first son. So actually, that was 2006, I guess. <laughs> Well, I don't know what the date was we saw it. It was probably, it was probably end of December. Whatever. Well, it came out in 05, so we'll we'll, we'll allow it. Madagascar came out that year. That's a good movie. <laughs> I got Harry Potter down too, Pete, and um, nearly made my top five. I really liked the movie Fun with Dick and Jane with Jim Carrey and Tay Leone. That is a that hmm. is a funny movie. I don't think I've ever seen that. Seriously, you? Yeah, I might have to. I might have to. It's watch good. That. Jim Carrey always great and fantastic tay leone great it's it's funny top five i have walked a line at five we also saw that right around the same time as king kong too so that's kind of the same time period um i have batman begins at four as well here's one march of the penguins remember how big that movie was Mm, yes everybody yes and and i loved it and that's my number three it was a really fun movie to watch Morgan Freeman, right? I mean, and then my top two yeah. are the ones that I remember the most from this year, and I can't believe you didn't have either one of these, Pete. The forty-year-old virgin and Wedding Crashers. Those mm-hmm. go. I, oh, I actually saw I them. Had Wedding Crashes. I saw them multiple times, but we saw those two movies back to back at our drive-in, which was really fun because you know we don't go to the drive-ins very often. There aren't very many options for that, and that was quite the uh, double bill. So those are the two that I remember the most that. They aren't in the top comedies anymore for me, like some other ones are, but they're still great. I mean, if they're on TV, yeah. they're going to be funny. Yep. Well, so, that mm-hmm. scene in 40-Year-Old Virgin where he's having the hair removed is pure comedy Classic. gold. I mean, yeah, yeah just excellent. Well, uh, I got a few extra um, honorable mentions that haven't been said yet. Um, the movie Doom came out this year, and... That was one of the first computer games that I played, and it's not a great movie, but there is a scene in the movie where it goes into um, the first-person shooter mode, and it's exactly like the video game was when you played it on the computer, and I thought that was really cool. Plus, The Rock is awesome. I mean, that's just the way it, that's just the way it is. Um, Dukes of Hazard came out this year. Um, oh, and for my money, I saw that. Nobody's few women have looked better on screen than Jessica Simpson in that movie. So yeah, but I'm, still I'm gonna... that wasn't enough to carry the movie. I agree with you, but it wasn't enough. I, I thought it was a terrible movie. I, I was really disappointed it. because I loved it. And there's a couple of funny parts. Like I remember yeah. where they were like, you know, just um tearing out of their driveway with the with the general lee and then all of a sudden next scene they cut to, they're in atlanta and they're in a traffic right. jam <laughs> that was pretty funny but uh well but and again that, the soundtrack was... the soundtrack for that movie is outstanding i love the music yeah. um and the actors i like the actors in the movie 
Um, the guy that played Roscoe, I hated him. Oh yeah, I'm not a fan. Of, but uh, the guy who plays Cooter is um, Kickner and uh, Sean David William. Kickner. Kickner, uh, love that guy. He, he was he's excellent. You got um, uh, Willie Nelson and uh, Johnny Knoxville. Uh, you know, I like the actors. Um, so I like that one. Um, Legend of Zorro came out that year. Um, I know I didn't watch it in 05, but this was one of the big movies that um, our son really enjoyed, and that was Chicken Little. We'd watch it on DVD, and I just think that's hilarious. There's a great line in that film where they're playing a baseball game, and Chicken Little gets a hit, and he starts running down the third baseline, and I think it's Harry Shearer is the announcer. And they get him turned around, running the right way, and he goes, I can't believe I'm saying this, but he's actually rounding home. And I thought that's just a <laughs> hilarious line. Um, so I think that's it for my for my honorable mentions. My number five, um, I like the movie Hitch. Um, Will Smith and, um, oh, who's the woman in that one? Help me out here. Um, Eva, Mendes. Eva Mendes. Yes, yes. And... I should have wrote all this down. But anyway, I enjoyed that one. Number four, and almost my pick for this month, um, Waiting. The movie Waiting oh, yeah, about the guys working at Shenanigans, um, Ryan Reynolds and Justin Long. Um, excellent, fun romp there. My number three, Wedding Crashers. My number two is Batman Begins. And my number one, which I think we'll be talking about this month, is Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I think it's hilarious. Um, obviously, two beautiful actors. I was looking um, that up today, and I didn't realize it was directed by Doug Lyman, director of Swingers. Well, and you got made, uh, Vince Vaughn right. in there. That made me excited to go back and watch it again, because I think yeah. I've only seen it the one time in the movie theater. Oh, I, I watch it all the time when I see it on television. I, I absolutely love that film. I, I look forward to it. I think it's hilarious how between this couple that uh, the wife is by far the much more professional and better assassin of the two. And, you know, she just kind of leaves him in the dust. I think and it's great. Walk the line will be fun to watch too, but I mm -hmm. can't think of it without thinking of walk hard. <laughs> which I, I can't separate the two in my head. Because I know. Walk hard, I know. I've seen a million, we're going to talk about that movie too someday. And that is one of my all-time favorite comedies. And it's so well done that it's like, it's almost like that was Walk the Line, but yeah. it's not. No, no, totally different film. <laughs> All right. Anybody got anything else to add? No, I, I like, I like this year. I'm looking forward to the rest of the month. And yeah, there is a lot of good stuff. Yeah. I enjoyed going back, especially that music stuff that I forgot about. And I think we did a pretty great little overview of the year there. Yeah. We're Stay tuned. You guys yes. mind if I put on a little preacher row? I uh, I'd love to hear encourage it. Encourage it. Good, because I gotta pee. <laughs> Alright. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Bye.
Yeah. 